Yo, this podcast is sponsored by Niche Clothing. That's www.nicheclothing.shop. That's www.nicheclothing.shop. Use my promo code, my promo code, Niche2022 for an additional 10% off. That's right, y'all. 10% off of your next order. You know what I'm saying? Go right now, www.nicheclothing.shop. And remember, no niche is too small if it's yours. What up, gang? You already know the vibes. It's your boy, Wavy Lee. And you now tapping in with the illest podcast, Happy Hour with Lido. What's up? This is Donnie Klang, and you're now rocking with the Happy Hour with Lido podcast. What's up with it? This Flamborghini. You are now tuned in to the Happy Hour with Lido podcast. Man. Class in the air. Toast to a high power. Because what you tuning in to right now is Lido's Happy Hour. Lido's happy hour, this is where we're set. Rollin' uncut, we giving real facts. Educating, entertaining all the people. And when it comes to podcasts, it ain't nothing equal. Giving people knowledge, they can put in action. Holloway authentic, we ain't never capping. Exclusive interviews, cause we ain't never lacking. The others, they just talking, and we bout the action. Huh. Glasses in the air, toast to a higher power. This is Lido's happy hour. Welcome to Happy Hour with Lido. I'm your host. Um, today, you know, what I'm saying my my special guest is uh, you know, a buddy of mine. You know what I mean? Comedian and host, co-host of the Spears and Steinberg podcast. My guy, Andy Steinberg. What's up, bro? Hey, how you doing, man? Good, man. Uh, yeah, uh, glad to have, glad to be on, man. Glad to you having me back. For sure, for sure. Got, got a lot to talk about today, man. Um, so, like I said, I appreciate you coming back on, first and foremost. I know before, when we did it with Aries, we didn't have the video, so... Uh, hopefully we can get all three of us on here again so we can debate. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I feel like he owed me a redo. <laughs> uh, on, on your LeBron debate? Yeah, like we got to talk about it, especially Dude, now. He's so, he's so fired up, man. He uh, he even posted about it today on Instagram. He he is a Jordan through and through. I'm I'm a Jordan fan too, but I don't I don't think about it. But listen, daily. I love Jordan just as much. See, I think that's the that's the misconception, right? Like when I was younger. Like, I love Jordan, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when he got in the league, I was one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't really see the Jordan of the 80s. I didn't really see. But as far as, like, when he started, like, the 90s, I that's when I really got a chance to see who Michael Jordan really was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he, I think he's just mad because he's, he feels like he gets called an old head all the time. And – it's like he said, you haven't seen, you don't, you got to look at the video. You got to see how he played. And then he, he gets that, uh, he, Jordan didn't play against anybody. And he did. And it's a skill level. But I mean, it, it, it's whatever you want it to be. I, I can't fight over who's better. I think Jordan's, I thought Jordan was better. I thought he was a more dominant player. And when I say that, I don't mean dominant like uh, on the court, just his mental, his mental aspect from the day he entered the league to the day he left was to win every game that he played. And that's cool. like no other. I mean, other than Kobe, those are the only two that were like that. that in, in that manner, I think they were able to put everything else behind them, aside, whatever, and just go straight forward that way. So that's that's the difference. And, Allen and, Iverson, too, though. He was kind Allen, of okay. like a killer like that. Yeah. But unfortunately for Iverson, he didn't – he couldn't take over he, – he could take over a game – but he was smaller. He couldn't command what what a Jordan did as a six eight guard or six six guard. But um, you know, it, it is what. But but who 
But off the court, who has more power? Who's more dominant? LeBron's more dominant. In, in, in the way with socially, he's more dominant. But Jordan has lived long, longer than anybody else off the court because his shoes are, everybody on the court, half the players are wearing his shoes. So he's still there. That's true. So, I, you know, I mean, every week, you know, they had a new pair coming out. And, you know, it's not like it used to be back in the day where you can just, unless you're somebody like that, like a celebrity who knows people who can just get you sneakers. Like now you have to, like there's raffles that you have to get in. And you have to just right. like, you know, be lucky. And then these people are are getting like, like the people that get the raffles, they are like buying so many pairs of shoes and then they're reselling them for like astronomical prices. It's really crazy. Dude, I was at, I, I don't know what mall I was at, but then this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey man, will you just go give me these shoes? Like what size? He goes, any size. And uh, so then I went in, I was like, sure, I was going in anyway. So I went in and he goes, uh, he goes, is this for you? And I go, yeah. And they go, what size do you need? I go, any size. <laughs> so they go, get out of here. So, um, you know, <laughs> I'm not a sneakerhead, but every time I see a sneaker that I want, it's sold out. It's not available. So I, I, I get it. But I mean, I, I don't think that people need to fight over uh, whether he, who's the best because they're, they were both, at, they're both outstanding. And there's, and the league today has so many outstanding players. And I understand that's why people say, you know, Jordan didn't play, but the people he played against were great. And it was a different kind of league. I, I would love to see some of the players that they said are the greatest right now, go down the middle, go down the middle, go in the lane and, 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 and get the fouls that they got that weren't called. True. I mean, it's, you you get the shit beat out of you going and playing. These people haven't played this kind of game, that kind of game now. So it's a different game too. So it's hard to say who's the who's the greatest. But Jordan had such an effect; it made the game international. Everything about him. So uh, I understand why he fights. But you you got you guys fight it out. I'm going to stay on the sidelines. <laughs> it doesn't make it difficult. No, neither, I'm not going to fight one of those about two it. My bills. Neither one of them pay my bills. You That's know, I'm not going to fighting for him. I'm trying to tell you, but listen, when I see y'all, like I, I watch y'all every week, like it's no listen to the podcast, everything, right? That's why I said yesterday, I almost wrecked listening to you when I was driving. <laughs> y'all talking about those, uh, the IG models or whatever that, that area yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> uh, listen, I was crying. I had to pull over, man. Uh, it was, it was bad, but um, no, Aries always, I know he's a Jordan I'm just, I feel like, right, the first time we talked, I, he got me, but I'm ready now. So that, you know, he, you know. He's prepared. Not, for, he's prepared to defend Jordan always, yeah. I'm ready now. And then uh, one of my guys was like, man, bring, listen, y'all, you set up this, the Zoom, and then we just going to all come on and have a debate. And I said, I mean, I'm cool with that. I said, when, when Aries and Andy are, are free. I said, I'll, you know, I'll see what's up with that. But he was like, yeah, because he said, I got some more stuff I can say about Jordan. So, and it might be some stuff that I don't know. I love Michael Jordan, right? I think it's just all about errors. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you really can't really say, like, even Michael Jordan don't like to be called the greatest of all time. Because, like, he says, like, it's about, I was, the, I was the best player of my era. You know, such and such was the best player of their era. You know what I mean? So, I think it is different, though. When you talk about Hall of Famers, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there was a lot of Hall of Famers that Jordan went against, of course. But at the same time, LeBron see a Hall of Famer almost. I mean, like in the finals, he had to go against KD, uh, Steph. Clay's going to be a Hall of Famer. Draymond's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, and then on his team, <laughs> him and Kyrie, probably the only one. Kyrie might, he might be a Hall of Famer, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But him for sure. But well, Kyrie get back on the court to become a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, right now it's so weird. He's playing away games. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so this is a whole nother thing that's going to be, you know, added to it because of the pandemic, who played, who didn't play, when they could play. I mean, people are losing, uh, you know, a year, two years now on this. So, right. I mean, the bubble championship, is that, that different? Was that, was that the same strength as a regular championship? We can go on about NBA and everything, but again, like I said, there ain't one NBA player paying my bills. Not one of them. You're right. You're uh, right. 
I'll, I'll wear a jersey with my team name, the team name on it. I never wear one with someone else's name on the back of it because I had to pay for that. They get theirs for free. <laughs> right. But the thing that people have to remember too, when, when <laughs> fighting, everybody is arguing, all the fans are yelling and screaming at each other. And this is what I like to point out to people that people forget. And I, and really, I see it a lot more even in baseball uh, because of fights, fights in the stands. The, the fans are fighting each other after the game. They'll fight each other in the parking lot. Well, all the fans are fighting in the parking lot. You know what the players are doing? <laughs> Chilling. Chilling and going to eat with the opposite, the opposing teams. Yeah. Because you know what they are? Like, they're the athletes. They're the, they're the players. They're, it's baseball. They're the baseball. But what I'm saying is they all have that in common. So they, they leave afterward. I'm not saying everybody. There's some people that don't like each other. But, more, but after the game, there's people on the opposite team to go out to eat while other people in the parking lot are beating the shit out of each other. How does That's that make it? What are you doing? You're it's, right. it, I get it. It's your team. And you rep, you represent the team. The team doesn't represent you because those players move based on uh, their contracts, who's paying who they don't rep. You represent the team. The team doesn't represent you. hundred percent. That's the, that's the whole thing. That's it's funny to me to watch everybody get upset about any of this. Um, Cause I'm just trying to pay my bills. That's what I'm, trying I'm not trying to put anybody else up on the throne. You guys will debate who's greatest, but at the end of the day, I'm not fighting with anybody about it. True. That's a, that's a fact. So let's, let's take a left turn real quick, man. I, I want to ask you, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I am a, you know, someone who was a big on mental health and everything, um, especially these days with everything that's going on. So I just want to ask you how you doing today. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I'm I'm doing fine. You know what? I, I'm I'm being. I think going through this has made me more hyper aware of days that I'm not doing fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like up some days, and it'll go. I'll start going through my day, and instead of just rushing through my day like like I used to do, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm not. I'm and and you know when you use the word depressed, I mean everybody says depressed. So I don't mean it that way, but recognizing that you're not on an up day, that you are on a down day, that you are a little depressed, makes a big difference in how you go about your day. So being that being said, how are you doing today? Oh, man. You know what? Today is a little crazy. My my brother has COVID. My mom has pneumonia. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's crazy um, today, but I'm good. You how, know. how how what, the, the COVID situation, was this uh, vaxxed or not vaxxed? Not vaxxed. He, not vaxxed. He has a. Uh, he is uh, awaiting a kidney transplant. Oh, so he can't even get vaxxed anyway. So he can't get vaxxed. Um, and, and and now he's dealing with this. Now he's dealing with this. Um. So you know, uh, just praying for him and and you know believing that everything is gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Uh. But yeah, that was the news this morning that I got. You know, he got rushed to the hospital, but. I mean, I, I had COVID, um, not this Thanksgiving, but the previous one. Uh, and it was rough. I don't know about the new variant. I don't know what variant, obviously, that he has, but I wish him the best and uh, wish you, uh, you know, that that's, uh, eases your mind a little bit. Uh, your mind gets a little ease from it because it's hard when you're going through it, but you're going through it. You have to deal with the fact that he's going through it, which is actually takes up. Uh, physically, it's harder for him, but mentally, it's harder for the people around him. Yeah. So, uh, 100%. Yeah. I appreciate that. So, how was your Christmas? Excellent. I, uh, uh, only missing one thing is I, uh, uh, I know, you know, you know me, but other people don't. So, I'll just say that, uh, uh I'm from Arizona. My kids still live in Phoenix and uh, I live in New Jersey now. So, um, and they're older, they're like going to be 22 and 24. And, Love my dudes. And that's the only thing I missed this Christmas is I, I wasn't able to go out there for Christmas. Uh, and my son was my oldest. Max was born in January. So I had already made plans to go out for uh, his birthday. So I'll be out there for his birthday. But I, I just couldn't do it. And that's the only thing I missed this Christmas. And, and that's a lot. I mean, I talked to him a lot, but had a great Christmas, really took some time off through the holidays and got to enjoy the, the holidays with my uh, with my girl and her family. Cool. Um, so real nice. And uh, yeah, and, and had a good New Year's as well. How'd you do? Oh, I was good, man. Um, Christmas, I was in Philly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was in Philadelphia for Christmas. And um, and we drove to Jersey. 
Um, also to see my, my wife's family, um, you know, cause her family's from Philadelphia, but she has, you know, aunts and uncles and stuff like that, that live in, um, Paulsboro. So, yeah. well, it, 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 for people who don't know me, it's all the same area. It really is <laughs> Jersey and, 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 um, South Jersey and Philly. I mean, it's, you're all, all in the same place. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about really like. You go over the bridge, it's like <laughs> you're in Jersey. Like it's not, yeah. Because yeah. when I perform in Philly, I just drive. I drive from Jersey. Yeah. And actually, last time we were in uh, Philly, we were at the Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. Aries, Aries, and I were there, and uh, I was driving back, and Aries was gonna. I think I, I don't know why he wanted to go. He needed to go to Jersey for something, and he was gonna fly, and then he canceled his flight because he found out I was driving. He wanted to take that drive back for nostalgic reasons and just because when he was a kid he would do that all the time yeah and you know uh, everything changes but there's still things that you see from when you were a kid so it was really it was kind of cool driving back with him <laughs> yeah aries is funny man he's a like i could you know he just wear that's all is have you ever seen him with a different pair of shoes on um i saw him in a pair of uh well yeah i see him in flops all the time when he's like at, at the hotel he's a socks and flop guy that's yeah. what he wears uh, but uh, otherwise, there's a pair of sneakers at his house in the laundry room, uh, kind of by the and like if you're going outside. And I think he only wears them if he goes to smoke and it's cold outside. That would be the only reason he has them on. <laughs> because uh, otherwise, no, he's wearing them butter tims everywhere he goes. And I even told him I have, I have the green tims. And, and switch and them I up, know, man. Get some black yeah, ones or something. When we saw the uh, he he wanted to do. Um, for our podcast, we talked about the DMX documentary. And then I, I, I played him some scenes from, I go, did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? He goes, what? What are you talking about? What did I say? I go, DMX wore different colored Tims in every single one of the scenes. And you're still wearing, but you're so in the 90s. <laughs> he is not changing. He is, he, he's really like an old white dude that uh, like kind of does well at a certain period in time. And just sticks with that same haircut, same clothes, the same shoes. And he isn't changing that look for anything. So he is he is like that 90s dude right there. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Spider-Man, right? I went to yeah. go see it. I loved it. Dude, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. I thought it opened up the door for whatever Marvel wants to do. Yep. Now you multiverse. Yeah. 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 You can do anything. Uh, and er every character can come back. It doesn't. And, and obviously they prove that in Spider-Man, every character can come back all at the same time if they want you to. Yeah. So that was cool. There was, I just, I wasn't thrilled with Dr. Strange in it because I thought Dr. Strange isn't, he's, it was like a happier, softer version of Dr. Strange. Not at first. No, but he was, but he says, uh, Doctor, I don't believe that like Doctor Strange is in the Doctor Strange mo the movies. He isn't going to cast a spell for Peter Parker like that. That was the only thing that the, what opened up the door was the only thing that kind of he was kind of like, you know, it's just I just thought that that they did it to make it work. I just didn't like that little bit of it. I think they could have done it in a different way. Something else. They could have made it a little bit more. He was the he was a softer, nicer Doctor Strange. <laughs> And yeah yeah I, I didn't like about but it, it still worked i thought the movie was great um aries and i talked about it again on the podcast it's the spears and steinberg podcast in case anybody doesn't know uh but love the movie i actually went to the theater that was the first movie i seen in a, at a theater in jersey mm. since i've been and uh i thought it was uh i i was it was cool being back in the theater but i also went right as delta variants coming out so um my little brain, of course, when I got there, I coughed after I left. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, you know, uh, but, you know, it's just, my head does that to me all the time. And I, I, you know, we it's because we're constantly reminded of it. It's on the news every day. It's everything. So you can't walk down the street. You can't cough or sneeze and not think that, you know, is this the is this the warning sign? Right. You're right. Every day, and, like something is, is going to remind you of that. Yeah, every single day. That's the thing that really, uh, you know, when you talk about your mental health and rolling this back into that, it's hard to keep it straight when every day you have this like uh, the shadow over you. 
and you're wondering, you know, and then you got to like, like, I don't have my kids here. So I wonder if they're going to be okay. Right. Uh, one's vax, one's not vax. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I get a little nervous. I don't know if the vax makes a difference anymore either. So that's the other thing. So, you know, we could throw that around all day, but when you live with that every day, I think we're all in that fighting that little state of that, uh, that shadow that we have. Yeah, you're right. So how do you feel about, um, them bringing in the other, the other Spider-Mans? Do you think that that, did you like that idea or was it cool? Yeah. Yeah. I liked, I liked how they did it. I like how they were confused. If they would have brought him in and they were just like, we're Spider-Man, we're for the multiverse, but they, they did it cool. You know, they, like, you know, that they were hiding at one point almost, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that said, who's your, uh, who's your favorite Spider-Man now that you got to see all three of them next to get next to each other? Uh, I like the, I like the, the, I like Tom. You like Tom? Yeah. I think he's, when I watched it again and I watched, them all together and they're acting i mean i really like toby mcguire i really thought he my he, wife likes toby yeah yeah he's peter parker he does peter parker better than anyone else could do i think anybody else could do peter parker spider-man i think they're all good at being spider-man but tom holland does a great a great job at being uh spider-man so yeah. toby mcguire I mean, toby has the toby has the 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 webbing that comes out of his skin so i mean he's kind of you know yeah but even <laughs> talking and, and he's talking about like good the good like the good part about you know being whatever and spider-man being alive all that he just has this like good twinkle in his eye like when you look at him like he's his eyes big and wide open and he's like really like happy uh <laughs> something about peter parker being a kid um that i always thought had an innocence to him that's the word that i was looking for there was an innocence to uh toby mcguire yeah so uh, which Andrew Garfield did not have at all the whole time. So no, that's he did. And I, I'm not mad at him either as a Spider-Man, but it was just yes, Tony McGuire is the one who did it for me. I think. Yeah, I think Andrew was kind of like when it first came out. I'm like I was excited to see him because we hadn't seen Spider-Man probably in what three years at that time, maybe two. Yeah, I think three. And the first one that he was in, I did enjoy it. Um, but it was kind of like he was he was real like I don't know maybe he was like super bulky I don't know there was something about him I didn't I didn't it, he tried to have a different coolness that I don't think Spider-Man has I don't think Peter Parker has yeah yeah for sure um how do you feel about this new Batman coming out with the new with the new guy yeah you know I I seen have you seen the trailers some of the trailers yeah, I like I like I mean I'm I'm like this. Give him a chance. Yeah, the trailers look good, man. They look really good. Um, I mean, everybody hated the idea it was gonna be Ben Affleck, and now everybody's like, Ben's great. Keep man, ben. ben. Ben is to me, right? Seeing Ben play in, in all of those other movies, I would have loved to see him get one, at least one, his own movie. One Batman yeah. movie. But you never know you never know what's going to happen because they have the option i know they're saying that it's not going to happen and i know uh ben affleck doesn't want to do it again mm -hmm. you never know when things line up right uh, i think he was an incredible uh batman i think he did a great job as batman but um yeah the door's still open other people could do a great job with it and uh, i'm excited to see what they do with it because i'm excited to see if dc can ever get their universe right Mm -hmm. So I like uh, when DC remains a little darker. Yeah. I like that's why I think this Batman is going to be I think um when people see it they're going to have like it's going to be a different a different feel like you see it and you know you know you see the trailer and everybody's mad that Ben's not in it but um what's his name Robert what's the guy I, I, playing you know I, his I, name? No, I forgot it. I can't I can't think of his <laughs> I can't think of his name. All, I remember Aries said he looks like an exotic parrot or something like that. Yeah, and and Aries also has he's really missing the idea of not having Ben Affleck. So uh, <laughs> yeah, but know, they said but, that Ben they said that Ben um, playing Batman was a lot of pressure on him. They said well, that the, it went he went back to drinking. Yeah, that and then the, you know that was 
that was uh, an effect from the problems. But the, working with Warner Brothers and that in the DC studio department, there was a lot of obviously there was a lot of problems. They they got rid of the director. They got a new director. Then uh, everybody hated that film. Then they released the old. You know, obviously mm-hmm. there was a lot. But you would think, and this is the entertainment industry, which I I, I claim to be outside, but just a, a little bit part of. Um, you know, they don't ever get out of the way of talent, of the talented people. There's there's people that run it. For whatever reason, they hire you because they believe that you're talented, and then they want to tell you how to do your job. Mm-hmm. Make make your talent finding the people that you that are talented work for you, work for your company, and then get out of their way because yeah. I hired them for a reason. Why do you want to mess that up? And I found out that Ben was like a producer on uh for the justice league or something like that also yeah but so if he if he wasn't a producer how much worse would it have been for him yeah that's um, true. but yeah, and he's not you know he's he wants i i don't know how many people have people that they have dealt with in their families that have alcoholism in it but dude, it, that, it's it, it's a, that's a tough one because it's so available to you it's so easy and it's so socially acceptable to drink and you know you have a you're having a bad day and to have that cocktail you know he can't do that he can't do that at all and mm-hmm. um and if he's in a good place and it seems like he's in a you know it's fun when you watch famous people enjoying their lives as a couple because you like it gives you something to aspire to not 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 the love part not the the, the couple you know you you love who you love and that's but when you see what fun shit they can do when they have that kind of money and that kind of access. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, yeah. why would you, why would you let that get fucked up? Right. You're right. Um, I think he's doing one more movie, which is flash. He'll be in that. Yeah. And that's, that's the last one that he's scheduled for. Yeah, that's it. But they said there's a possibility that, yeah. you know, there's always a possibility that he can get his own, you know, I wish I, cause when he, when he first, was in the uh made his appearance as Batman. I was like, man, it's yeah, that's the one that we should have. In your opinion, who's the best Batman? I like Michael Keaton. See, I was gonna say that that's my favorite. That's the one I grew up with. Yeah, and I I thought he did a great job, especially for it's Michael Keaton. Uh, but honestly, I haven't disliked any of the Batmans after I seen the movie, except for Val I really. No, I, I prefer Val Kilmer over George Clooney. I really, really? do. Yeah, I did not like Clooney's. His hair his, was blonde, though. Like, they didn't color it. I like that part about it. And I think that they should have done something different. But his, I, I think as far as his acting, and I, I've never been, I'm not mad at Val Kilmer. I'm, I'm really not. Yeah, I'm not uh, mad at him. I mean, I just think that they, when they did that, it was trying to maybe switch it up, maybe. I don't know. I, were doing i think that they should i wish they would have done something with his hair but as far as the acting and who he was i thought he did a great job but and, and the movie did well mm-hmm. i mean it, you know it didn't do you know they, they wanted to bring him back so the movie did well enough but um yeah i just didn't like george clooney george clooney kind of went you know, he Clooney kind of cl- put his Clooney on it a little bit, you know, more. You know. Yeah, he was he wasn't as uh like when he was Batman, he still had the Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, and and the movies weren't good. I mean, those weren't good. Those weren't good Batmans. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger and that uh that bat that, it was I'm sorry, and he's freeze or whatever. Yeah. Bro- man. Yeah, man. No. <laughs> So those ones, that's the one I, I really didn't like as Batman. But I mean, all the Batmans, I, I mean. That's an impression that Aries need to look up and, and be and do uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. That yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's too, that was way too campy. That was way too silly of a movie. Uh, but, you know, I, I, it, it's still a comic book. I, and I think only recently have they taken the comic book and tried to really make it a, a movie. You know what I mean? The, 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 when we saw it, when it was the transition, when uh, who's the dude who did the voice way too aggressively, though? I, I that, that, that. Uh, Which I still thought that that was a good Batman. 
it was just um dang i can't think of his name but i know you're talking about yeah i can't remember right now that was still a good bat but that's when they decided to make it to really go dc darker. Went darker and this is what we're gonna do and now they've become more interesting that other stuff that i didn't like that other stuff i everybody says like um the old joker um who's the famous old joker the one the, from the original batman movie um oh you talking yeah. about jack nicholson everybody says he did a great joker i didn't enjoy his joker you didn't no to me bat that batman is probably that movie is probably like one of my tasks i mean if you gotta look that's probably like top three batman movies to me that one i, I liked the movie i liked everything about it. i didn't I, again wasn't thinking his joker was the, like the worst thing i've ever seen it just they still kept him a little silly they didn't you know so how i i like how joker is now joker is like you didn't like dark. The, you didn't like uh um the joker from the dark knight which who did joker in the dark knight um he's he passed away um no, no oh, no, oh I liked it. That's um, yeah. That's um, I know who you're talking about. Hold on, I'm about well, to tell you because. Hey, but if you watch my pod, if you watch my podcast, I forget names all the time. So that's yeah. not a big. Um, Keith Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. You heard Heath Ledger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I his was good. Uh, but uh, did you hear me say about Jared Leto? Yeah. That's what editing's for. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh so you and Aries are on the road right now. Where you what city are you in? I'm in um St. Louis right now. St. Louis, okay, that's right. That's right. And it's cold, it's so cold. It oh, was yeah, I'm 90, sure. It was nine degrees the other night when I went to the to the show. It was nine degrees uh, yesterday morning when I went to work. Oh, uh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Nine degrees, is, but you know today it's like uh, like twenty nine, but it's a little windy and there was some rain and that that makes it worse when it's there's no wind. It's right. it's, it's bad, but it's not that bad. But to this this morning I went and we had to go get something. Uh, for we went and picked up some food for lunch and it was uh, it's freezing. Um, but I'm going to be back out here, uh, back at the same place, the St. Louis Helium. On the 28th and 29th, where um, they have a, a side room, it's called the garage. I'm headlining that because I'm working out my hour for uh, a recording that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Talk about talk about your hour that you're doing. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm putting my hour together. It's you know with Aries, I open up for him on the road, so I only do about 20 to 30 minutes, um, and so I'm doing an hour. And I have other other material that I do that I have, but I don't always get to it. Um, I hardly ever get to it. Sometimes I'll rotate a joke in and take another joke out and, and, and play with it. But um, like this, the, I'm, I'm going there really to set up the whole hour to so make sure that I have like everything lined up and have uh, the full hour and make sense together. Um, I do a lot of work with autism. My, my son, my younger son, True, is on the autism spectrum. And so I have a lot about um, autism in my act. And um, I do some fundraising for it. And so when I do those shows, I do almost like 70% of it is on autism. Um, so a lot of that is moving into my hour because um, I love doing it. But and I love it in my shows because I really feel like it's a connection to people in the audience that maybe haven't laughed at the fact that uh, whether it's their child or their grandkid, but they really don't know. You know, if, unless unless you've been through it, you don't understand it. Right. And uh, there's nothing you have to laugh at things. And I'm not saying I, I don't make fun of anything to do with autism, but I make I make light of some of the things that my son has done and what makes him completely funny and original and what makes me love him for being the kid that he is and being able to give that to audience members. I like it, but there's some jokes I've been doing a long time that I want to kind of move aside. Uh, but I've enjoyed them and the audience loves them. So I want to put them on this uh, uh, DVD. And okay. then um, I have other things that I haven't done. I'll, I'll move those into the act so that people can still get that from me. But in, in a different joke, uh, I've been running one for so long. And it's funny. It's, it's, one of the, it's one of the first things I ever wrote that I went, that's funny. That's me. That's really important. 
and it's been there, but I want to do some other stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Every time I, when I went, we always enjoyed ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to try to come to Cleveland. I don't know if I'll be able to make it, um, especially with all this stuff going on with my, you know, my mom, my brother. I don't know how, you know, the next couple of weeks might be a little different, but um, I'll definitely let, you know, let you know if I'm able to come out for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, If you make it great, if you don't, I can, obviously I completely understand Uh, families first, man. You got to take care of that. And, And, you know, it's tough. And I, and, and I really appreciate, and I got to say this too, because I really, really appreciate the people that come out to the clubs uh, right now, because it's easy to, to stay home. It really is. It's always been easy to stay home, right? but to come out and I don't want to, you know, you, we have to live our lives regardless, but you know, you, you, when you go out, we do take chances uh, and, and we need to, we need to, but I, I really appreciate it because especially like being in St. Louis right now, it's nine degrees at night there's COVID and you're still coming out to laugh and, and try to enjoy some life and mm-hmm. support, you know, live comedy. And God, I got to tell you, I really, I really appreciate it. Even if you don't like me and you come out, I appreciate the fact that you came <laughs> out, uh, that you really wanted to go through it so that you could have a little, uh, a little laughter in life. And, and it's great. And we have one guy last night though, and I said something to him early and then Aries just roasted him. Uh, he was not having it. He was not enjoying himself. And his, his, the girl that was with him apparently was his like best friend. And she is dying laughing the whole show. She's enjoying me. She's enjoying Aries. It's the room is laughing. It's, it's so much fun. It was the best audience of the whole weekend so far. And that one dude just would not break. He, I don't think he smiled once. And uh, he got he roasted. Been sitting so up hard. front. He must have been but sitting up front. He was right up front. He was yeah. right up front, right where you have to see him. And it was so funny to watch him get roasted. And he, you know, I think that he made once he made that commitment that he wasn't going to laugh, even when they were roasting him, and the whole audience is laughing. And he just he was committed man and it was just even even he was fun i was i was happy that he came out then i was happy actually uh that he stood his ground and he was just like okay i said i was i'm not having it so now i'm I'm definitely not going to and he stayed it in that the whole time it was it was kind of funny within itself so but i (laughs) appreciate everybody coming out man this is not an easy time and you got to make some decisions that work for you and your family and i appreciate when everybody comes out so on the 28th and 29th Hold on, I got a little COVID here. <coughs> yeah, uh, but on the 28th and 29th, I'll be at uh, I'll be back at uh, the St. Louis Helium. Um, if you want to come out, tickets are so I think they're like ten bucks. Uh, it, it's it's inexpensive. There's going to be some good comics on the show, a host and a feature, and myself. Um, drinks are reasonably priced, man. Come on out and check it out. It's it's going to be a fun show. Uh, and if you don't want to see me. If you, if you get sick of me and you were like, this dude was terrible. Godfrey is going to be uh, at helium on the late show. So you can, if he doesn't sell out, you can go, you can go buy a ticket to go see Godfrey and tell him, tell him to give you my $10, put it towards uh, Godfrey's ticket. Uh, and God, well, I think people will enjoy your man. show, man, for real. Uh, I can't I wait to the hour. Cause I, you know, is it going to be on like video or anything? Your hour? Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be on video. I want it to be. That's what we were doing. It's an album, but we're, we're supposed to be recording it, too, because I want to get it on uh, YouTube. Um, I want to I, I, I don't want to I might bring it on the road with me and sell it, you know, but my, my goal is to put it on YouTube, cut it up. And so people can see what I do. I, I've never done that before because I never was confident in the fact that you're going to come see me and then you're going to see the same thing that was on the that you saw on YouTube. I, I didn't want that but I have more than enough material now. So it's not, uh, and if you see something that's funny and you watched a clip, that's not bad. But yeah. if you uh, come in and you have that whole thing on there, I, I really just wanted it to, to be so people can see little shots of me and see if, 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 if I'm there, you know, if, if I'm there kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, and Hey, you might as well sell it. Cause you know, Aries is selling, you know, CDs still. Yeah, Aries is on CD. It's so funny too. So some people go, uh, "What? What's that? Oh, uh, CD? I don't have a CD player." And then Aries says, "You don't? You don't have a PlayStation, Xbox? Yeah, you can watch it. Yeah, you can listen to it. Yeah, you can listen to it." I, I actually bought a uh, for Christmas. I bought myself like a sixty dollars DVD player 
just because I have a bunch of old DVDs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I have a few, quite a few streaming platforms, but there were some things I wanted to see and I couldn't find them. And so I just was like, I'll just get this $60 DVD player here. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that's where that PlayStation comes in handy or Xbox. It it does, but I'm not a gamer. Uh, You know that Uh, I'm not a gamer at all. So I don't have it. When I go with my kids, that's how I watch stuff is in, in theirs. But uh, at home, I didn't have anything. So that, that's what I did. So you guys, you can buy my, if I do put my DVD, it'll be $25. And then you can just go buy a $50 uh, DVD player. And for $75, you can take me home. <laughs> Unless you have a, you know, you already have a, your kids or whatever, have a, a PlayStation or Xbox, something like that. You kids, just- I don't know how kids are the ones playing these games because it's a two thousand dollars for an X for an Xbox right now, or a, or a PlayStation is what twelve hundred. That's that's because they're jacking the price up. They they, yeah. And the games are, but the games are sixty dollars a piece. These aren't kids that are playing. These are, these are real men playing real games. This is true. I am one of those. Yeah. So yeah, don't put it on your kid. <laughs> I just never. I'm. I I don't have the dexterity to win like i can play the games i know but i'm never going to beat anybody i just my i, I don't have that xx whatever yeah. you're supposed to i never was able to do that and i was like i'm fucking tired of losing so i just stopped playing i'm, I'm old i'm 56 i can play you some pong i'll, I'll kick your ass at some pong if you want to play <laughs> okay i i'll take you over on that so next time that we're around you know we're in an area where there's there is some pong we're going to play yeah <laughs> uh talk a little bit about y'all show man the spears and steinberg podcast and, and everything that y'all doing because y'all y'all made some changes um you know with the you know joining the was it the laugh laugh button laugh button yeah yeah we we uh we were able to get with the network that we liked um there was only a few that we really did like and uh so uh, laugh button worked out. Uh, it was great. Um, before we even got started, I, I, I got to go do some uh, some work in New York, uh, and their studios right above uh, or right next to uh, the Comedy Cellar. So that was just cool, just for me, you know, just because I love the Comedy Cellar. And uh, we joined up with them, and I think it's working. I think uh, we're growing a little bit quicker. Um, but overall, it really didn't change a whole lot. We're still we still do almost all of our stuff in house. Uh, we have a great editor that does our, our video work uh, that it's, works on Aries' team. Because um, Aries has a team. I'm just a comedian. Aries has a team. Aries owns the franchise called Aries Spears. So he uh, he, he has people, and uh, they put our stuff together. We did a really good job. I still uh, the original podcast uh, editor. Uh, and sound guy was my guy, Steve from Arizona, and he's still doing it. So we really, it sounds like we made some changes, but we really haven't. Our growth has been better. YouTube has really helped us out. We weren't really, uh, and that's what Aries did. Aries got this video guy um, from, uh, he's actually from uh, uh, England. And now everybody, you know, we're all in the internet, so it doesn't make a difference where you're from. It's great work, and it's really helped us out to get the YouTube up, and uh, we've grown a lot, a lot quicker because of YouTube. So, um, again, that's why I want to put my stuff on YouTube now. And I, you know, I should know this, but you guys got to understand, I'm I am 56, and this is, uh, I mean, it just didn't. As a comedian, there was an old way to become a comedian, and I'm still kind of locked in that in some aspects where I don't like doing this other stuff. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be funny and then people go, oh, you're funny and then come work on our stage and then other people find out you're funny. And then before you know it, but it's much easier for a 12 year old to do something with a, a bottle and a string and, and, you know, have a million views than it is for me just to say something funny. So I, I'm still learning. I got to, you know, I got to let go of some of the old ideas. He got a, a he has a pro like a promo team too. Um, he, or does he you do know, most of that himself? He does most of that himself. Okay. But um, yeah, but he has people, you know, obviously Aries has been doing this for 30 years. He has people that, you know, have worked for him and um, back him up and do other things for him that he needs done. So um, it's, it's helped up our, our podcast. Some of those people into what we're doing, but 
Yeah, man, it's been really great working with him this last few years on his podcast because, uh, you know, I, I, I was just a old guy who kind of ran out of things to do and started doing comedy. Actually, I grew my kids up and uh, this was my, this is like my second go around in life. And meeting Aries was, uh, I mean, why would I be on the road with Aries? I mean, it just worked out. I met him in Arizona and we're on the road and then uh, I'm trying to work on a podcast and he was talking about a podcast and then we just decided to start doing it together, which I never thought was going to, you know, be something I was going to be doing with Aries Spears. Right. And, um, when we started, we didn't have like a format and we still really don't. We talk about anything, but Aries really likes talking about movies. I honestly never wanted to talk about movies because there's so many people who did who review movies but you know with his impressions and the things that he does that fits his skill set so well to because he can do the impressions of the people in the movie or you know what else was in the movie and it's funny when he does it and uh so when we started doing it, i realized we're not actually even doing movie reviews we're doing commentary on movies yeah. which is different because it's just like two guys having an opinion like if you were at uh, anywhere else, if you're at a bar, barbershop, wherever, you know, whoever you talk to, who, you know, that's really what it is. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. And we don't agree on about, I say we agree probably about 60, 40, you know, <laughs> so it, it, there's a lot of room for arguing and being irritated in there too. So um, that really uh, kind of solidified what we were doing. And again, we still talk about day-to-day -day life and, and current events and everything that else is happening in the world. But to have that like a little bit of an anchor that we know we're going to talk about something that we both saw. Like we're going to tomorrow we're doing um, we're talking about Action Park. It's, it's a documentary. We do. We like documentaries, too. But uh, it's a documentary on this uh, park from in New Jersey that uh, was like a water park. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, it was built in the eighties and it's a really cool documentary. Uh, and it talks all about, um, how this water park came to be. And in the, in the eighties, when it was built, it wasn't designed by like engineers who design, you know, these rides, this was designed by like guys at the, who were building the park who just like, it would be cool if it did this, you know, and then they have to <laughs> build it. And, it, you know, a lot of people got hurt at action park and there was actually, you know, you know, not to, not to bring it down, but some people actually didn't, didn't make it out of the park. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, but, you know, back in the eighties, uh, you know, things happened and people just kind of went, okay, well that happened. Let's right. well, close the ride and we'll do something. So it was really interesting, but my, my girl's from Jersey. So she had been to that park. She's actually, uh, she actually knew one of the rides they were talking about. It was closed when she went mm. and, uh, and Aries, I asked him if he's been, if he was there, cause he was, but he never went to action park. So uh, he didn't know he, so when he saw the documentary, he couldn't believe it. And he couldn't believe it was in his backyard. So we're going to be talking about that this week. Cause I, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's cool. It, it, and it's fun when uh, we get into that and he's going to, and he, when he gets nostalgic, it also makes it uh, more fun too, because yeah. then little Aries comes out, you know, not yeah, Little young. Let me rephrase that young Aries comes out. Right. I don't want anything. Aries is taking little Aries out. Right. You know what? I was I was thinking about something too. I and I need to ask him. This was a long, long time ago. I think I gotta ask him, did he come here and host at this club that was here before? Because I could have swore that they had him there, and then I was there that night. Um it was a long, I probably was 22, something like that. And Who else was up? He was just him. He was just hosting a club. He was hosting a club. Um, they had him as a host, and it was like a it was an older club. It was like a 21 up club, but it was yeah. like a it was like one of those um it was like a uh, you know just very like no kids, mature, you had to dress a little nice. I could have swore that he was there. I could be wrong, yeah. but I swear I, I thought that it, he was there, and they and they had him hosting one night. Well, it was like tw how many years ago would that be? Like you said, twenty years ago, or you were twenty? Uh, so, no, I was about 21, 21 okay. 22 years. So I was like twenty one, twenty two. So it was over. Let's say I'm thirty eight now. So yeah. it's it's been a while. It could be, but I don't know. You got to ask him. Yeah. We can see when you come out to uh, 
when you, when you come out to Cleveland, you can yeah, ask. I have to ask yeah. him. Yeah. Cleveland's dude, Cleveland's a funny club too. That improv out there right off the water. That's a, that's a different room. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got to go um to eat. You know, when y'all go and touch down to eat, call me. I'll tell like, I'll tell you where you can go. Cause they yeah, got some soul food spots out there. That's crazy. With good catfish, because that's what Aries Aries. If you tell me some good catfish, Aries will drive miles to go get it. Catfish, I mean they they even serve you Kool Aid <laughs> in the uh, in the jars. Yeah, 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 for sure. So like I had to like tell y'all the, the name of the place, and I text it to you and everything. Um, last question: Top five comedians of all time. Of all time. Damn, that's a tough one. Just your, just, just, in, just for you. It's it's really tough for me because I, I I can start. Eat number one's easy for me, and that's Richard Pryor. And then after that, it gets real difficult for me because uh, I I don't know who's number two. Um, you know, I, I we, we were just talking about this, and you probably said this would be my last question because it would be easy, but it's not because I've been influenced by a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where do you go from there? Uh, Man, I mean, I know the comics that I like. Uh, I know comic. Are we talking about living or dead? Does it make a difference? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a tough one for me because uh, it's either like we were, and we were talking about last night. Is Eddie Murphy? Because uh, he only had two albums. So when you say comedians, I, I'm thinking stand-up comics. Yeah, yeah. And Eddie stand-up comics has two of the greatest albums ever, but there's only two. It's just yeah. two. Raw and delirious. Yeah, but then, like a lot of times, you want to put. I would like to put Patrice up there, but he only had, you know, he had more than one album, but he only had the um, elephant in the room that really hit. You yeah. know, man, I'm gonna just gonna give you number one, Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Uh, Richard Pryor, man. I I think that that's to me. Man, he made you want to do. He made you want to be a comic. There was a joke that he told years ago, and I'm I'm a kind of a weird kid. I'm a, I'm most of the people that diagnosed my son said I was kind of a, a, probably on the spectrum as well, and so I I heard things differently. And um, Richard Pryor just had a joke that was just about. I'll tell you the joke because it's quick. It's that he said, uh, "White people drive through black neighborhoods." And they see all the kids on drugs. They go, oh, isn't this a shame? And by by the time they turn around and drive back home, they see all their white kids on drugs. And they go, oh, my God, it's an epidemic. (laughs) And even as a little kid, I understood what it meant. And I understood um, the idea behind what he just said and how he approached saying something that was horrible and true, but in a way that it was digestible to everyone so that people heard it, even if understand it completely it went in their head and i was like what an amazing thing that you could do uh, and, and to be able to do that and i love comedy my whole life i mean i you know when i was a little kid uh abbott and costello's uh who's on first like my my dad wanted to kill me because i could listen to that over and over again just i love the irony that was in that uh and uh so when I heard Richard Pryor do that, I was like, man, that is like the greatest thing anyone could ever do. And for whatever reason, and I don't know what it was, it didn't, it didn't click with me in my head that I could do it. And I, and I, and I, taught, I actually said this to Aries last night. When I was growing up, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona, small city, and we had one comedy club. And we never had a comedy club forever. We just, you know, there would be some little shows and then, and they would fly comedians out to come do comedy. And so I never even thought that was something you did when you're from a city. When I was a kid, I didn't think that's something you did because obviously people in Tucson didn't do it. That's why you had to fly people in. Right. So I didn't even know that that was open to me. And by the time I got old enough that I could probably figure that out, I was involved in my life. And so comedy didn't seem like an option. Um, And the only reason I even ended up doing comedy was accidental. Someone uh, dared me to do it. Mm. and then I didn't do it for a long time after that, but I uh, enjoyed it. And when I was at a place in my life where I was like, what am I going to do? I, I, I really need to evaluate where my life is at. And comedy actually was something that even though I, I, I knew that at my age, I probably wasn't going to make like a big name for myself. I was like, I wonder if I could 
earn a, if I could at least earn a living. Mm-hmm. And that's how it started for me. Wow. Um, but so, yeah, so to, to answer your question in a really, really long way, yeah, Richard Pryor has a lot to do with the fact that I'm even, that I even thought the way that I did so that I could eventually do this. That's what's up. That's what's up. One more question. Cobra Kai, have you watched it? Yes, sir. You love it? Yeah, I love it for what it is. It's it, it, it's it's a little goofy take on an 80s movie. And <laughs> then they you know brought their kids, but they're reenacting basically the movie through, through the kids. Uh, so it's that 80s movie with that nostalgia that they brought into modern day times. And and then the shift that they make, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Danny? uh the the one with money and, and yeah now, and the, now now yeah johnny is the the one that's in Reseda. <laughs> yeah and, and and to do that little twist and you know it kind of you know it kind of gives you an idea to this this is irony this is where, where it is is it it gives you the example you saw it from one perspective and now you're seeing it from the other perspective even though it's both stories are being told through another eye you right. still see perspectives so it, it's really uh I thought it was, it, it, I think it's well done. It's cute. Let me put it that way. It's a cute show. <laughs> uh, but I like, I mean, if I'm going to burn a few, uh, you know, a few hours of my life watching something silly, that's one of the sillies that I would watch. Gotcha. I, we just watched the the whole last, like, fourth season. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those two, and, and it, it's almost soap opera-ish where you're like, they're just about ready to, find get you know understand each other and it's right there and then that little twist and that's so that's where the silliness comes in because it's like you know this is really one season show yeah uh, but with that little twist they can keep that season every year they can keep going every year until eventually one of these days someone will say oh you guys are the same guys you guys should just uh, hug you watch the new one yet the new season is the new no uh, the brand new season no, yeah. I have a brand new season. It, uh, just came, it just came out on uh, the 31st of December. No, I, I haven't watched any of it yet. Well, um, I think you'll you'll change it. It'll it's it's going to get interesting. Uh, is it getting- yeah. It's getting interesting now. The last season was kind of I mean, it was just it was a re, it was the same thing that happened in the season before. But I mean, just, yeah. you know, back. They're so still it, at odds, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out if they can even be friends. Yeah. But um, this time, you know, there's other people that have showed up from the past and all kind of stuff. Yeah. The original sensei is back, right? Yeah. And he's, he, he sneaks back. I saw some previews for it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see it. I, it's just funny that out of all the things that I'd watch, that isn't one of the things that I would think that would be on my list. But I would tell people, that. yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> cool man well listen i appreciate you coming on you know it's always nice when we get a chance to chop it up uh you got the floor man you know tell everybody about what you know everything that's that's coming up real quickly and uh, if you okay. got websites and everything so you know okay. um i'm andycomedy.com um is my website andy comedy on instagram uh instagram is the one that i use i, I people go to my facebook and all the other stuff and then like I don't know, a month later, I'll see someone send me a message and I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, so Instagram is the one that I get back to everybody on. And uh, again, I'll be in um, St. Louis, the 28th and 29th at the garage, the small room. Tickets are 10 bucks and come out, support a little. Uh, I'm really trying to work this uh, album. And then I'll be recording the album in Indianapolis uh, Wednesday. It's the middle. I think it's the 16th, but it, it's on the website. The uh, Helium Indianapolis is where I'm recording, and it's on a Wednesday. But I think it's the 16th. I'm not 100% sure, but if you go to uh, helium.com and go to Indianapolis, it's on there. Tickets, I think, are going to be 10 bucks again too. I'm I'm not sure about that one because I, I there's a lot that goes into this recording thing that I haven't figured out yet. Um, but I know that it's it's in Indianapolis, and I know it's on a Wednesday. So I really help myself on really promoting. I'm a, such a good promoter, guys. This is why you need to come out and help me because you can see how challenged I am. And if you don't come out and support me, I'm gonna be. You may never see me again. So if you could come out, Helium, <laughs> this one in, in St. Louis, and then again, obviously 
uh, Indianapolis. I, I, and it's funny because I'm not a Midwest comic. I mean, I'm not nice. Uh, I like, you know, a little edge, a little mean. Not, I don't want to say mean, but there's a little edge to it. Um, you do and, very well in black rooms, too. It's, uh, it, but, you know, I, I want to address that for a real quick second. Too. <laughs> but, uh, what's funny about that to me is I've never wrote a joke. And I'm just saying this because this is important for me to say. I never wrote a joke for a black room. Uh, I write comedy. And if it works, great. If it doesn't work, well, that, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm a comedian, and those are the jokes I'm telling. Uh, I did learn to pick up my pace a little bit because I realized I can get a little uh, slow sometimes, that, and, and I don't get to the to the to the joke uh, that in some and not all, but in some rooms, uh, especially in black rooms, but in some black rooms, they want you to get to that joke a little bit quicker. They don't want to hear all about my day and how it happened, make somebody laugh, and I got that. So that's about the only thing I've changed at all is that I've gotten, I, I cut a little bit of uh, fat out of some of the jokes that I liked some of the fat. I like describing things, but uh, some of that had to go and it made me a better comic, but uh, haven't wrote a joke for a black room is what I'm trying to say. These are right. just jokes that I have in me uh, and I love to tell, but I also want to say that uh, I appreciate uh, the black audience. The black people have come out and support me because I have more support uh, from uh, from black audience members than I have from white audience members. So uh, in uh, some ways, I feel like a Gary Owen, um, but I don't do Gary Owen kind of material either, though. That's so. Yeah. But my crossover, uh, I have a, I, a Gary Owen has a great joke where he says, I'm going to have to I have to cross over back to white to the white. I have to cross over to white people, which is funny because he's white, obviously. And that's kind of how I feel in this sometimes, because uh, it, it's just a. Uh, working with Aries has been one of the greatest things for me. And I've enjoyed um, that connection with an audience that I normally might not have had the same access to had I been uh, went out with, an, with another white dude or an Italian dude or a Jewish dude. This is really uh, a unique experience. And I really want to thank everybody that has supported me throughout this journey. It's, it's amazing. And I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. And on that note, that's a that's a mic drop. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me back on. Yes, sir. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on. You know what I mean? Uh, this is Happy Hour with Lito. That's Andy Steinberg. Y'all make sure y'all go check him out. Y'all make sure y'all pull up and, and support him. Um, AndyComedy.com. You can get all your information there. And we are out. You're, you know who it is, man, the Kid Cortez. Make sure you tap in with that Resolutions album. And at the same time, make sure you lock in with my guy, Happy Hour with Lito. The illest podcast out right now, you heard? If I throw in when I get too bad, any problems in the way we went through that. I heard he plotting, watching them pockets on me. I advise you not to do that. That's on my mama. I did a lot for the green, and I am not trying to lose that. Say they solid, but I know they not what they seen. That's why they chop on me when I make investments. You ain't got to love me, making money else with my depression. I was raising hell in the city streets, now I'm counting blessings. Yeah. I owe it out to investments. I am the truth in physical form. August the ill individual born. President, not a political norm. Killers will leave you in critical torn. Riding my wave in a typical storm. I'm fucking the game to subliminal porn. My niggas is hot, y'all minimal warm. Criminal drip with memorable poem. Parting you, we pulling up in harder coops. My dogs, Marmadukes, with the smoke barbecue. I'm the plug, came with the charger juice. Property, stocks and bonds. Eight-way flip money, octagons. Sweet things, shaka cons. All gold, first place, not the bronze. Cartier buffs on. Yeah. I splurge on new investments. Yeah. I'm a wolf on Wall Street. Uh. I purge on new contestants. Uh. I'm Kane with a smooth operator. Pass the bag like hot potato. My diamonds dance like Macarena. I hit them up on my pop behavior. Pizza rock, my vodka flavor. Julio, my tequila joy. Say hot shit, hot fever voice. I'm a bad boy in my league, Detroit. Zeke with it if y'all need a point. Illest nigga in the quarantine. I'm a hurricane, no orange or green. It's the last dance, I'm the Lord of Rings. If I throw in when I get too bad, nigga, any problems in the way we went through that? I heard he plotting, watching them pockets on me. I advise you not to do that. That's on my mama. I did a lot for the green, and I am not trying to lose that. Say they solid, but I know they not what they seen. That's why they chop on me when I make investments. You ain't gotta love me, making money else with my depression. 
I was raising hell in these city streets, now I'm counting blessings, yeah. I owe it out to investments. You see money, baby, don't forget the baby, bitch I'm in the building like I'm renovating Liquidated all my business ventures with them niggas I seen they was moving shady Paranoia got me moving safe. Chopper look like I'm fresh up out the Navy Son of a gun, love my gun like my sons I must admit it, I'm a little crazy Getting wavy off liquor I might fuck on your daughter and sister If they legal I be turning music into money You don't know how to do it, I can teach you I was serving fluids through the needle See what it was doing to my people I submit that shit was kinda equal I don't wanna talk about that I invested in the wrong bitch, I'll never get that love back I invested in a whole shh, spit team, got a dub back First time I seen Scarface, I was done watching Rugrats I was done being fucked up, he said the world mine and I want that Face tatted like that nigga who ratted, but I'm really living like that I can't explain why that nigga did it, cause I never did it like that I was told never fold, even though your mouth open, keep it closed Even if them niggas did you wrong, keep it solid, it's the life you chose if I any problems in the way we went through that I heard he plotting, watching them pop, on me I advise you not to do that, that's on my mama I did a lot for the green and I am not trying to lose that Say they solid but I know they not what they seen That's why they chop on me when I make investments You ain't gotta love me, making money else with my depression I was raising hell in these city streets, now I'm counting blessings yeah. I owe it out to investments I owe it out to investments